Welcome to a new episode of the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. The new the voice new of voice success. success. We all want to feel successful and fulfilled in our lives, but that can be a bumpy road. Through the experiences, journeys and advice of our guests here on Big Idea Big Moves, we will help you get a jump start on experiencing and cultivating whole life success. Be ready to take notes. Every episode has action items that you can apply to your own life right away. Okay, let's get this started. I will now pass you over to the host of Big Idea Big Moves, Jamie Allison. Hi again, everybody. I'm Jamie Allison, and this is the Big Idea Big Moves podcast. This is where it's the destination for high performers. We talk to people from different genres, different niches, um, to see some of the cool things that they're doing uh, in their space that we can hopefully translate into ours. So we talk to CEOs, we talk to athletes, we talk to entrepreneurs, scientists, just people really making big strides in their areas, find out a little bit about their journeys and see how we can map those over to things we do in, in our lives as well. Today, I know I am really excited to have our guest here today. Just before we jump into that, I um, want to talk about Epitome Sportswear. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that they're a big supporter of us, but they're also a good connection for us because they uh, uh, their whole kind of um, motto is live life fully. And so it, it is related to athletics, which is one thing we're going to talk about today, but it's other things in life as well, whether it's just going out and, and making sure you're comfortable for that um, big hike in the in the woods that day, um, or maybe going um, to see your uh, child at the arena that day as well. So um, really cool things. They also give back to the community they serve, which is really important to us. Um, they're working to impact the inequities and opportunities for girls and women in sports. So for that reason, a portion of their profits go directly to organizations and initiatives that support girls in sports. So you can look uh, into our bio on Instagram, and we have a connection through there, or just go directly to epitome sportswear so e-p-i-t-o-m-e sportswear.com and and check them out and hopefully uh you can find something that fits for you uh, so today, I'm really excited. Um, Samuel Cornoyer is uh, a big up-and-comer in the sport of CrossFit. Um, he trains as part of uh, Rich Froning's uh, Mayhem Gym Team, which is which is kind of cool. We'll talk a little bit about that and some of the travels related to that. Um, and is recently coming off an all-Canadian men's podium finish uh, for the men at Wadapalooza. And he was one of those people, a big um, uh, lead-in to the sport. Um, so Wadapalooza, for those who maybe don't know, it's, it's kind of the big lead-in to the next kind of open season for CrossFit. So it's a really cool way to kind of get a bit of a barometer of how things will go. Um, he's been steadily climbing the ranks and, and showing he's a really strong contender to make big waves this year. Um, so first of all, um, Sam, congratulations on Wadapalooza. came in third, um, which is a, a pretty cool thing on an all-Canadian podium, which is which is cool as well. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that was, yeah. Fun, to, uh, that was fun to have, Canadian podium. Yeah, yep. yeah. Well, uh, you know, talking about that, I mean, that was probably the first time in quite a while where there was a, a real full crowd and all of those things. Um, how was that experience for you, I guess? And, um, uh, you know, it, is that, a, I, well, I'm assuming it's a nice way to kind of start out the season this year, but um, but maybe just tell us a bit about what it was like. Yeah, I mean, it feels, uh, it feels great to just have a competition where it was like a normal life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had the games in uh, last August with people there, but it wasn't like, I mean, when you go to Miami, it was just a bunch of people doing fitness and we we're just celebrating fitness. So it was fun just to just don't think about COVID for one time and just live the moment of the whole weekend with everyone. And I mean, 
for every, I mean, you were there and you, I'm probably sure you feel it, but just being with everyone at the same place, watching fitness and everything all weekend, was just fun to be part of it. We're just yeah. really amazing to just go back in the time and feel like, oh, yeah, I remember now I was supposed to feel. And uh, yeah. yeah, that was a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah. Well, in a bit of a festival atmosphere, which is different than some just kind of events that you've had as well. Um, being aside, kind of two other Canadians, you said it was pretty cool. But I mean, you know that I'm Canadian as well. So from from our it's just kind of neat to be able to see how strong things are in, especially on the men's side right now in uh, for Canada. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think for the last, uh, we'll say like two, three years on the men's side, uh, just like you said, we start to make some, no uh, some noise yeah. uh, in CrossFit. And now every year, all the Canadian guys are doing better and better and better. So it's, uh, I think we're going to start to make uh, the US and Europe people a little bit afraid of us. But uh, <laughs> no, <it> was, uh, <laughs> I'm joking. But um, no, it was fun just to be part of the podium with Pat and Alex. They're both friends of mine. So it was just cool to be, hey, guys, we, we, we smashed everyone this weekend. It was cool. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and we were talking just before we went on here about how, um, like for you, it's it's traveling back to Quebec and then you're going to be heading back, heading down to uh, Cooksville. But just um, how's that going to look the next little while? Because you're getting set up for um, for the Open, which is a, you know, the, the huge start of, of a big season for you. What is the season looking like for you? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I did rent a house uh, at the beginning of January this year because I'm officially making a move, like I'm officially moving to Cookville for the season. Um, so it's going to be a little bit rough for me because I have family here with two kids, but yeah. uh, I'm at that point in my career that I have to make big decisions and sacrifice. If I want to, if I want to accomplish what I, what I, what I want. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, just like you said, I'm going to travel a lot of, back and forth uh, from Cookville to here in Quebec. Um, but now you see, I'm in, I'm in, I mean, I'm, I'm home right now. I'm living at the end of the week for, I think it's five or six weeks straight to Cookville. I'm going to come back a, a quick for a quick step at home, mm -hmm. take the family with me, bring them with me at the, for a quarterfinal, hang out a couple of weeks in Cookville, bring them back here in Quebec. I'm going to leave after that to prep myself for the semifinal and everything's going to move like that for the, the season, but uh, I'm excited. It's going to be, it's a big move for me uh, for to move to move there this year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you knew that, but I did move last summer from May, June, and July to prepare myself for the game. So I did leave my family for almost three months. That was a, a huge sacrifice, but it really paid off at the end. And yeah. so I'm just it's it's like it's 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 exciting, but also a little bit like I'm not afraid, but. Still, I'm gonna. It's leave tough, everyone though. Here. It's tough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, you have young ones too. I mean, like, yeah. you, know, you you have so, a relatively recent one from what I understand yeah, too. Also, so. yeah, she's gonna. She's starting three months in two days. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. So uh, I mean, but you did say that they are planning on <clears throat> kind of moving down with you for a period yeah, of time yeah. and everything too. So there is that. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not gonna. I'm not leaving my family for six months. Like, I'm, yeah. I mean, I have a heart. I'm a dad. <laughs> and I love them. So uh, no, we. It just. Um, I'm super lucky because uh, my fiance, she's really understanding why I'm doing it. So she's, and also with her job and everything and, and the baby, we, we are able to fix a schedule where we can move everyone and see everyone uh, at the same time. So it's, it's making my job a little bit easier. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and so one of the things that we talked about is, and it did 
start last year, but, you know, you made the move to kind of connect with Mayhem and which I know was, uh, you know, for those, those people that may not know that, um, you know, Rich, who it's his, uh, his gym is, I mean, basically he's, he's the a legend in the sport. So yep. what's it like, I guess, first of all, um, how did it, how did it change for you being connected to that and, and training with other kind of huge people out there, but also just um, with Rich in particular, that's, that's gotta be pretty cool to be aligned with him. <clears throat> yeah. Um, honestly, I've been with Mayhem for two years now, and I would say, I mean, don't get me wrong, I learned a lot in the gym, but at, at, I mean, at some point, we're all doing the same thing every day, so we are training, and <clears throat> we cannot really change everything, like, if we do Toast to Bar, we're gonna, I mean, we're doing Toast to Bar, there's not a, like, uh, I cannot learn, like, 100 things about Toast to Bar, <laughs> but the thing I really like at, at being at Mayhem Rich and everyone also, it's, I really learned how to maybe separate training and competition mm-hmm. and also how to separate Sam, the athlete from Sam, the dad in life and have two separate life. And I think the biggest change for me, all, like in the last year, I will say I was able to put myself like I was entering the gym. Now I am Sam, the athlete. So now it's my time. It's time to work. It's time to do my job. Mm-hmm. And when I was living in the barn, the gym, or, or my garage when I was at home, now I'm becoming Sam the dad, Sam the Sam the the, the, normal, the normal people, yeah. um, <clears throat> the normal humans. So it's uh, it's been a big game changer for me because in the past I would say I was maybe a little bit too much in my mind as a Sam the athlete. So it it might take a little bit too much energy and stuff like that. So just to be able to separate those things it was a little bit uh, easier for me to just do my job and it was a time to do it. And yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing cool. I really learned about rich and people at me. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a big chunk of who he is from, from my understanding as well. So I, that's, yeah. that's got to bleed through a little bit. Um, is, um, you know, have you, have you always been an athlete, Sam? Like have, have you, um, how did you get into CrossFit and decide, okay, this is my thing and I've, I've got to, yeah. you know, be dedicated to it. Uh, that's a long story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you ready? So yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to make it quick though. But um, yeah, I'm a Canadian, so for sure I play hockey all my life. Hockey, sure. uh, yeah. Hockey yeah. was a big part of my life. I played professional hockey two times in the ropes uh, when I was younger and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, move forward a little bit quicker. At the age of 17, yeah, I had a car accident uh, when I was young. So and he got me a huge concussion. Uh, and when I got that concussion, it just stopped my hockey career. Uh, I wasn't able after that to play uh, any uh, contact sports. Uh, in the past, I was playing hockey and boxing with my dad and everything. I had to stop everything because uh, I, had a, I had a really, really huge concussion. Yeah. So after a full year of recovery, doing no sports, um, tried to walk outside and the sun was give me headache. Um, I have to find myself another thing to do because I mean, hockey was possible for fun with friends, but as a career was over. So um, in the past, I had a friend of mine who was coaching CrossFit in a little town uh, where I'm born. And he was like, Hey, just try to come. You see, it's more like a sport. It's not really like a training. And when I was playing hockey, I wasn't the guy who was pushing the like training outside of the ice i was yeah, yeah. probably the laziest one in the team <laughs> I, like i was when, when i when i had my skate on and i was on the ice i was you can put me on the ice for five hours i will do whatever you want but outside of that don't ask me to do push-ups oh no way no way my job is to play out so i was that kind of guy when i found crossfit yeah. so um 
I went to my first CrossFit class, just like everybody else, jumped into class. Um, and yeah, fall in love with, this, uh, with that training sports uh, of CrossFit. So I, w- I started doing it for the first two years. I was doing three classes a week. Mm-hmm. Just like, I mean, just like normal people. Just went to class, yeah. do the warm-up, follow the coach rules, do the, the workout. I mean, CrossFit. And yeah. Uh, yeah. after two years, people was like, hey, you know, you're, I mean, you're pretty good for a guy who just trained two, two times a week. You should try maybe to push it harder a little bit. So I started doing five class, six class a week, uh, stay after the class, do some extra work and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so in, and in 2016, I finished 42, 43, I think. And it was taking the top 40 to go to regional in the past. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm I mean, you're right, guys. I, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good now, I think. Yeah. So I just decided to push it way harder to start following, I mean, the programming. Uh, the year after, they cut the field to 20, and yeah. I finished 22nd, if I remember well. So yeah. I was like, dang it. All right, well, I'm close. <laughs> and four months after that, I decided to just quit my job. I was working in the, in the construction in the past. Yeah. So I decided to quit my job and just like, all right, you know what? Let's try it. It's maybe my it might be my second chance. So I just quit everything, start doing CrossFit full times, seven days a week as a professional athlete. In 2018, I qualified for my first regional the year after my first CrossFit Games, and since then, I've been uh, to the games three times. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and progressively, you know, you've you know, you've you've started making some real waves lately too, and you're probably at that yeah. point where you're on the cusp, and and why I'm sure you uh, you want to really dedicate this year, you know, at the when you set things up for for this year because it is kind of the start of the season now, like theoretically. Yeah. So, um, how do you set goals? Like, do you do it yourself? Do you do you are you a a, a, a written person that says, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this this year. Or how does that work for you? Yeah. I mean, every athlete wants to win, right? So if you ask any games athlete, their goal is to win the crossing game. Sure. <laughs> and if they go to games and, and if, they, if a guy or girls go to cross games and their goal is enough to win. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're not in the, in the right mindset. So um, for sure, my goal is to win the crossing games. Uh, it, year after year, I'm like, you know what? I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. And just like you said, um, I'm stepping uh, every year. My my fitness level is better and everything. So I'm like, yeah, my goal is to win the CrossFit Games. But I also, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, how can I explain that? I'm not, I don't like to lie to myself. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Be realistic. So about every time what, I'm setting yeah. goals, every time I'm setting goals, I want those goals to be, uh, to be, to be possible like i don't yeah. want to say myself oh i'm, I'm gonna win the cross games this year i mean nobody can say that we, we don't know who's gonna win even if yeah justin mineral is fit pat gunner is fit yeah we're all fit we don't know what can happen in the weekend so yeah. um but saying that i want a top five i want a top 10 i want to be i want to finish every workout uh in the top 15 those goals are more something possible for me yeah. um this year it's uh i cannot really talk about it right now uh you guys uh gonna learn a surprise in a couple of weeks but uh yeah um for since the games i've been uh i've been taking a lot of step back in my training to focus on a couple of things that in the past uh i didn't have the chance to i didn't have the chance to learn it from, from for someone so i'm stepping back from my squatting position 
I've been stepping my game back to my endurance stuff and learning how to do all those things more correctly and more efficient, yep. efficiently. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So um, it's going to get me where I want to be in two years. So because of that, I have to move my game a little bit yep. because training is kind of different. But um, yeah, so this, this season is going to be exciting and a super fun one. But yeah, I cannot surprise hey, you in two that's weeks. That's how it goes. We'll be watching. We'll figure out what that yeah. is. But that's that's great. Um, it, it, well, here's the thing. If you, um, I mean, obviously hockey would be one. It's out of the picture now. So yeah. um, if you weren't doing CrossFit or that, what do you think you'd be doing? Uh, uh, there's two things I always like in my life that I always wanted to do is first is firefighter. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's something I really wanted to do when I was a kid. And still today, if I had the chance, I would probably do it. And yeah. my second one was to be in the army. Uh, yeah. I was on to be in the army. I actually try uh, the progress to enter the army last year. It just because of the game season and everything. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's way too much time. So it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. impossible, but maybe after my cross the career, yeah, it's some, it's might be something I would like to jump in. And I just feel like I have, four friends in the army right now and their way they're talking to me about it, it's like it's the same feeling where you were like in a football or hockey team it's yeah. just a bunch of guys together as a team and having fun and stuff like that so uh yeah i don't know we'll see in the future but yeah very cool and and the other thing is we're talking right now at a time where the olympics are just going to be starting soon do you follow yeah. that stuff uh you know at, at all and, and if you do yeah. are there specific sports you follow or I mean, I'm following hockey every yeah, year when it's sure. happening, but now with the new rules this year, because uh, all the NHL players cannot be at the Olympic. Yeah. Uh, not sure if I'm going to really follow it like as like like I was before. Uh, I'm going to look at the stats and games and stuff like that for sure because it's just I mean it's fun to watch. Sure. Uh, I'm going to watch. I like to watch like stuff like bobsled, mm-hmm. but yeah. just like stuff that we're not able to see on the TV every day. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 but um, I'm not, I'm not like a, a huge fan of it, but I'm gonna yeah. follow it for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a lot of people do at this point, right? Yeah. Is uh, yeah. you know that's that's the one thing that uh, that happens through the Olympics usually. Um, uh, from a mentor's perspective, I mean, have you had somebody that you kind of look up to, or um, or yeah. or people that you know are the ones that that are are that for you? Who would they be, and and how did you do that? So there's a uh, Jim Ensel. At Mayhem, he's uh, the man mindset guy. Uh, he's uh, he's been doing it for a lot of years. I know, and I've been working with him uh, for the last year, and still today, I'm having a call with him. Just as uh, we're still working on a couple of stuff, just to make sure I'm not losing all the work that I did in the last year. Yeah, uh, it was a huge progress for me, and it was a uh, something that when I finished it, I was like. Dang it! I should have do that in my young, like when I was younger, my LP, <laughs> when I was at yeah. school. There's stuff that I learned with him who really changed my life as a person, and um, yeah. I did. He, he he did help me with my elite career, but he really helped me as a sound person. And I mean, what's my goal in life? What I'm born? Uh, what is my purpose in life? And stuff like that. So it's uh, yeah. I I learned a lot about my myself and uh honestly yeah. it's uh yeah jim and soul is the best actually yeah. so if you guys want to sh- like you want if you're looking for something like that man mindset.com jim and soul uh yeah. it's uh it's an investment in on yourself yeah. yeah yeah well it's it's interesting you say that a lot of times um that is the difference in 
elite athletes, but I think even just, you know, people in that do really well in business and all these other things, it's when they start to realize that the, if you, you start to kind yeah. of figure out why or the why behind what you do, what you do. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, I mean, for sure. You need to find your why and the stuff like that. But what I found with Jim was also about values in my life, what I believe mm-hmm. in, what I, I don't want to believe in. And, uh, all this stuff about, uh, <clears throat> like that is just because I there's too much, but, all this stuff about <clears throat> what you do every day. Is it really what you want to do or is it because you have to like those little tricky questions, super simple, but so hard to explain. Yeah. And the thing I like about Jim is uh, we have to put everything on paper. If you cannot put it on paper, you cannot live through it. So it's, it's easy to think about a lot of stuff, but I'll, after that, to put it and write it on paper, that was another job for me. And the process of that, I really, really fall in love with it. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very cool. Um, and you know, f- I mean, it goes along with, but, um, it, do you yeah. do, uh, do you do a lot of that mindset stuff when you're like, when you're going through the process, is, is there, is there just as much uh, on that side of things as on your physical side or close to? So the way Jim was working is that uh, there's challenging challenges in the yeah. book. Yeah. There's no time. There's no time cap for it. Each yeah. challenge is if the first challenge is taking you one month, it's going to take you one month. If it's taking you five days, it might take you five days. Each person is different. And the, those questions and those words that you have to put inside of that challenge is different for everyone. Yeah. Um, so that was fun for that because if let's, let's take like, I don't know, Wednesday, I was super busy all day. Like my schedule was full and I didn't have the time to work on that, on my book. Yeah. All right. There's no stress. I can work on it Thursday. Yeah. But also at the same point, you want to f- at least, I would say, like work on it two or three days a week just to keep your mind in the mood of the mindset book and the, and the challenge and stuff like that. So you don't want to lose all the progress that you're doing. And also the thing is fun with Jim is after each challenge, I have a talk with him about it. And even if I was answering and completing my challenge, he was asking other tricky questions about that yeah. challenge. Who was making me reflecting about my answer. But if you really believe on what you like on your values and stuff like that, you will say that your answer is the good one. I don't know if you follow me, but yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, so it's, I uh, mean, that's his role too. It's like that coaching, yeah, kind of exactly. asking the so, probing questions. You get to really yeah. think about it and to be honest. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that was the first time. That was the first time for me. And honestly, I really, really like it. And still today, I'm still, the, even if I did all the challenges, I'm still working on some that I have to put more work on. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just writing stuff that I, I want to write because it's, I don't know, it's, I feel good after that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very cool process and seems to be the one that's a big difference maker for a lot of people too, which is, yep. which is awesome. So, um, so, you know, we talk about, um, Sam, and, and actually it's so related to that is that, um, you know, a good example would have been Wadapalooza is probably a good example. Is there tons of people there you're having to perform in front of all of these people, um, you know, one of the things that, that we ask everybody is, is like two or three things that um, somebody can do to, to get over this. And if you think of like whether you're, um, you know, a pro, pro athlete like you, but even just anybody who's having to perform when the nerves kind of start to come up, how do you tackle that? And then do you have a couple of tips or tricks that you can kind of let people know about uh, how to get past that? Yeah, it's uh, it's a hard one to, to I mean, I can't insert it for myself, but to give some cue to other people, I would say, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's some cue I can say like easy cue, but 
you need to find what works for you. We're all yeah. different. Like me, myself, Sam, when I'm in competition mode, like when it's time to warm up before the workout and stuff, don't talk to me. I'm not, I don't, I mean, yeah. even like Alex, Karan, Pat, they're, they're friends. I was not talking to them. You're not my yeah. friend right now. I'm going to compete <laughs> against you. I want to kick your ass. I don't yeah. care who you are. So it's, and it's hard for me because I'm not that kind of person. I don't want to be selfish. I like to hang out with people and just talk about and everything. So, and uh, so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big process, but I will say with experience and with time, you always find a couple of things that you want to change. Oh, next time, if I do that, it might be a bit better for me than if I do it. And if I do that or this, so it's, um, for me, when I'm competing is just my biggest challenge for me is to take all the emotion, remove these, these, these emotion, put it on the side and just focus on task. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I'm training five to six hours a day, seven days a week. So when it's time to compete, I should not be nervous about it because it's, yeah. it, this is what I do every day. So yeah. it just, it's not because we are in front of the crowd or in the field that it's going to change. The workout is still the workout. The, the movement or the same that I'm doing the gym. So it's just taking, it's trying to take all this. I mean, at some point you want some of the emotion to start to feel fire inside of you. You want to win and wants to grind and want to hurt yourself. But when it's time to go time, you want to remove those and just put on the side and just focus on what you have to do. And that's it. Because if you start thinking about, Oh, what if I go too fast there, not too fast and go slower on the other next one and yeah. stuff like that. While you are in the workout, you're done. You're, yeah. you're done because you're the guy he's not taking and he's going fast. So it just, um, yeah, I mean, I will say it's, it's different for everyone, but if we're talking or if there's some rookie that right now learning or listening, yeah. um, I would say try to find a routine before each workout, not each morning, because when you compete, there's three, four, five workouts a day. Find yeah. a little routine that you do every day in the gym that you can do in competition. So it's going to help you to be in the same uh, mood that is training and you're going to feel just more comfortable and it's going to, that's going to remove a little, a little bit of stress when it's time to just do your warm up and stuff like that. Because if you do the same warm up routine in the gym and you're able to do it in competition, your body and your mind is going to be, Hey, we're doing what we do every day. That's it. Yeah. It's that kind of primer. That's something for me. Yeah. That's something for me really work. Yeah. Very cool. Um, it's funny that you talked about what it's like just before with you, because I mean, obviously in talking with you, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're a, a, a happy kind of extroverted kind of guy. Um, yeah. And you talk about it being different right before you, you know, right before you compete. And um, yeah. it, it reminds me, so we talked to Tia Tumi a while ago and it was funny that I asked a similar question and she said, you know, the, it's, it's almost not fair to, to think a person just before competition, you shouldn't talk to them and assume that that's what they're like, because she said something similar is that, you know, when I'm there, I'm there for my job and my job is this, I'm, I am very extroverted. I'm a happy person and everything outside of that. But during that time period, I'm very focused and, you know, and it's very different. And is that, is that how you are? Oh yeah. I mean, I played hockey all my life, so I was the kind of the, the guy who's like in the warm up or in the room, in the locker, locker room. I was like, "Come on, guys, go! Like you want to have fun, you want to enjoy the moment." And just I don't know, you're like, I always been like a, in the team sports in the past. And that's this is my first individual sport ever. So mm-hmm. playing the team, you want to bring your energy with your with your uh, your teammate and everything. You want to make sure that everyone is like, "All right, let's go! It's game time." 
And in CrossFit, when I mean, when we warm up, we start, we're, we're still talking sometimes and having fun, but you can't see that we're all changing to the mood like, I'm going to kick your ass in five minutes. Yeah. Um, but it's totally <laughs> fine because I, I mean, all I, don't, I mean, I like all, all of them. Yeah. All of them. All, there's no guy I don't like when I compete against them. But when it's time to compete, it's like, I'm, I'm sorry, bro, but now yeah, nah, I can talk to you right now. It's, <laughs> I want to yeah. kick your ass so bad. So it's a. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's it was kind of hard actually at the beginning i was like ah oh, this is so different but now it's with experience and time i'm like yeah nah yeah this yeah. is why i'm i'm competing as an individual and that's it it's if i'm yeah. if i'm not doing it i cannot put myself in the right mood to compete so um yeah there's probably maybe there's some guy that i don't know who doesn't like me because they're like who's that kid like he's not talking to anyone he's not like frustrated all day every day i'm like yeah i know it's just because I'm in competition mood, but in yeah. the gym, when I, when like example, me, Rich, Luke, Tyler, Guy, when we were in the gym, we're just a bunch of stupid guy playing dumb play. Like, hey, let's throw as far as possible in that garbage. And the first one to win, or the, the guy's gonna lose, uh, got to do fifty burpees. But we're having fun. Like, it's it's so yeah. different when we're training than when it's time to compete. So, yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, yeah, it is what it yeah. is. <laughs> no, that's that's great. That's great. And so, uh, I mean, obviously, lots going on for you for the next little while. Um, if people are trying to, you know, want to follow you and what's going on with you and uh, yeah. um, and see you over the next little while, what are some of the best ways of doing that, Sam? Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's yeah. pretty easy. Yeah. S Coin ninety five is my Instagram. Um, I'm putting a lot of stuff on it, uh, and just like I said uh, previously in the podcast. Yeah. Be be sure to look at it in a couple of weeks because there's a, a big surprise coming. So yeah. very cool. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll make sure that um, we've got stuff in the show notes. Make sure you follow it so that when those uh, big things come out, then you uh, are one of the first to know about it. But um, uh, if you haven't hit subscribe in the podcast, do that right now because we have great people every week, just like Sam. Um, and again, you know, I know that uh, you were running around even today just before you came here. So um, thanks for taking the time, Sam. I know it's uh, it's a busy time for you getting ready to go back down to uh, Cooksville. But um, thanks very much for spending the time with us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. All right. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, um, good luck and uh, we'll be seeing lots of you soon. Um, And thanks again to everybody else here uh, listening and we'll talk again on Big Idea, Big Moves. Thanks for listening to the Big Idea, Big Moves podcast. Be sure to drop us a comment on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Instagram at bigidea underscore big moves. We love to hear your feedback. Till next time, remember, big change comes from small, consistent actions.